All right, people, we are live, and this is a very special evening edition of the Rubin Report. I'm Dave Rubin, and Jesus Christ, I just sat through that debacle. My God, you see how we did the image there? That's I'll try to keep my head in case you're, you know, you're probably sick of the guy already. I'll try to do this the whole time. What was that? Every word of it was just an endless lie and obfuscation of the truth and and to do 45 minutes before you got into covid and to watch all these geriatric people hug and kiss and not socially distance and every just the hypocrisy the endless bullshit all of it like jesus i was watching with my entire team and everyone it's like it's like the the show seems like it's not working anymore that's what it felt like like we're all supposed to sort of believe in the show and the show just kind of broke down i will give credit however where credit is due that is what i like to do and uh joe biden although he slurred over words probably every other sentence he didn't have any major malfunctions there was one moment where everyone thought he was going to completely lose it but then the uh, the system kind of rejiggered itself and he he didn't have a complete breakdown. Uh, but whatever they inject him with or they put Adderall in his Metamucil or whatever they do, that kind of worked. And, you know, they had a lot of makeup on him and he looked tan and all that good stuff. So look, we're just going to roll through some of the clips, uh, you know, some of the fumbles, some of the quasi sensible statements that he made, I suppose. But the the overarching thing that just happened of you know, this idea that we're going to talk about war for the first half hour. Basically, we're not getting into war, but here are all the reasons that we might get into war um, and that we didn't talk about COVID until the end and that it just it's just over. They're just they're just doing it. They're doing it right in front of our faces. It's just over, folks. It's over. They're saying it's over and we're on to war now or we're on to not war war, something like that. Anyway, I do hope that you are drinking something, or at least were drinking something during some of that. If you were doing shots every time he slurred a word, you are absolutely wasted. You are probably unconscious right now. I am rocking the Claza Azul Reposado. This is the good stuff, people. It ain't cheap. It's the good stuff. And it was keeping me going through this thing. You know, I really try. Like, look, this is what I do for a living. I love politics. I love the the gamesmanship in all of this. I, I love talking about ideas and fighting for what I believe in and all of the stuff. I do, you know that I do. That's why you watch this show. I, I love trying to translate some of the lunacy into something that you guys can make sense of and take into your lives. And I try to do it in a fun way so that it's not endlessly painful. But everything that we just heard, really all of it from top to bottom. I missed the last two minutes. So maybe in the last two minutes, you really tied the thing together and it made a lot of sense. But it was just like lie and nonsense after uh, one statement after the next, just endless, endless. So let's, we just grabbed a bunch of clips. I haven't reviewed them yet, but I was watching them. So we were just kind of grabbing them on the fly. Here's a little bit that uh, he got right to right out of the gate about Russia and Ukraine. And I think there might have been a little slip up in there. Our forces are not engaged and will not engage in the conflict with Russian forces in Ukraine. Our forces are not going to Europe to fight Ukraine, but to defend our NATO allies in the event that Putin decides to keep moving west. 
Okay, well, I'm glad we're not going to Europe to fight Ukraine. I guess we got that worked out. We are not going to bomb the hell out of the Ukrainian forces. <laughs> I thought we were on their side. But uh, Joe's a little confused about that. Obviously, he meant to say we're not going to there to fight Russia, although that was a little bit odd because everything else in the next half hour of his speech was how we are trying to destroy Russia, whether through sanctions or what we're going to do to the oligarchs or we're going to take away a rich guy's pool and yacht and a whole bunch of other stuff. Uh, here's more on air travel and Russia. The United States Department of Justice is assembling a dedicated task force to go after the crimes of the Russian oligarchs. We're joining with European allies to find and seize their yachts, their luxury apartments, their private jets. We're coming for you, ill-begotten gains. And tonight, I'm announcing that we will join our allies in closing off American airspace to all Russian flights, further isolating Russia and adding additional squeeze on their economy. We're coming after their yachts and their ill-begotten gains. Uh, Joe, Joe, oh, my other side. You see this lady? Pretty sure she's got a couple yachts and she definitely has ill-begotten gains. So you better be careful when you talk about the oligarchs, the people who have profited endlessly off the taxpayers. Uh, you're talking, of course, about the people in Russia, but they're doing it right here at home. There she is. Uh, Nancy, by the way, did keep her dentures in for the entire talk, unless I missed it in the last two minutes. It was written. She's, she's always sucking on the dentures, but uh, she did not lose her dentures. And Kamala, uh, no, that's Kamala. Kamala, very little uh, cackling. She was, she was pretty much under control. So that was pretty good. Uh, but this thing with Russia, which again, this was, the bulk of this thing was about Russia. Um, until three days ago, or say five days ago, how much of your life, you person watching this right now, how much your, of your life was really being affected by Russia? But we just did 75% of a State of the Union where all we talked about was Russia and what we can do to oligarchs in Russia and the mean man who's running Russia. Now, I'm not defending Putin and you can't just invade other nations and all of that stuff and you shouldn't be killing innocent civilians, et cetera, et cetera. That all goes without saying. But this was the state of the union of the United States. The purpose of this is to say, here's where we're at. Here's where we're going. Here are the policies we have in place so that Americans can prosper. And mostly this was saber rattling about Russia. Uh, and it was also bizarre because even though he said, uh, we're not going to bomb the Ukraine, you know, Ukraine, right? We're not going to bomb Ukrainian troops and things like that. And even though he meant to say Russians, it's like, well, at the same time, Joe, uh, you basically threaten them for a half hour. So what do you think Putin's takeaway of that thing was? You know, if, if you just understand basic game theory here and you don't like what Putin is doing and we're laying some sanctions and they're gonna maybe kick Russia off the swift financial system and all of those things, uh, Putin needs an off-ramp, right? He needs some way, if you don't wanna go to nuclear war because the guy's got nukes, if you don't want him to just feel that he's completely cornered, has to do something nuts, you have to give him some off-ramp. And that speech was extremely threatening, actually. It, it sort of, I think the way they try to make it come off is that Joe's being nice somehow. And he's really, you know, he's just fighting for democracy and we're doing all these things that we're gonna take away their yachts in the name of democracy. Um, but that's not really 
the way I think a guy like Putin may take it, or if you were just really listening, like it was, a, it was a pretty threatening speech. And again, what does this have to do with the state of the union of the United States? What does this have to do with how much money you have in your bank account or your roads or anything else? Now, look, he did get to some of that stuff later. And in most cases, notice he meant nothing about tax cuts, really. It's always, oh, the rich have to pay their fair share. Yeah, they pay the top 1%, pay something like 55% of all taxes. So, okay, who decides what their fair share is? And it's all just that the government, guys, if the government just needs more of your money, you know, after two years of COVID, oh, and he was very proud. What was it, six and a half million jobs? Is that what he said? I think it was six and a half million new jobs this year. Uh, most all time, something like that. It's like, dude, do you remember what happened the year before when you locked all these people down and forced people to, to leave their jobs and not go to work and everything else? They just, and, and these clowns, these seals clapping for everything. Here, here's a little more on uh, Biden and taxpayer dollars to rebuild America. And tonight I'm announcing that this year we will start fixing over 65,000 miles of highway and one 1,500 bridges in disrepair. And folks, when we use taxpayers' dollars to rebuild America, we're going to do it by buying America, buy American products, support American jobs, the federal government spends about $600 billion a year to keep this country safe and secure. There's been a law on the books for almost a century to make sure taxpayers' dollars support American jobs and businesses. Every administration, Democrat and Republican, says they'll do it, but we're actually, we're actually doing it. We'll buy America to make sure every, everything from the deck of an aircraft carrier to the steel on highway guardrails is made in America from beginning to end. All of it, all of it. You know, I'm old enough, folks, to remember just two short years ago. And two short years ago, when you talked about buying America and supporting America and America, America, making America great again, that was racist. Wasn't that racist stuff when you did that two years ago? There was a certain orange man who talked about that. America first, we should take care of our borders. Uh, we should take care of our economy, look after our people first. That was all thought of as racist stuff. And now they just repeat it and these clowns clap for it. Uh, speaking of clowns clapping, there was this funny moment with Chuck Schumer when he accidentally clapped when he wasn't supposed to clap and then he realized he was clapping, he was pre-clapping. Rescue plan, the American rescue plan help working people and left no one behind. Are they robots? Like, are they robots? Is Chuck Schumer a malfunctioning robot? And these old bastards, and I don't mean that to be ageist. I hope I get old one day. But these old mother effers. See, I did it, guys. Uh, with tequila, which is not easy to control the F-bombs on tequila. Um, who did all of this abuse to children, who dare show up there. And as I said earlier, the hugging and the kissing each other, and they applaud like seals. And it's like, it all, it's a bad script. It's like writers of this horrific Truman show we're in. Can you get new material or something? Although I'm a little afraid what new material will look like because that'll probably involve a, uh, involve a war. 
Um, he kept saying that we have to lower costs, not wages. And they kept applauding that. Um, that doesn't mean anything. Really think about that. I mean, lower costs. So, okay. So if you want lower costs, that means you want goods. You want your bottle of Claus Azul tequila, your glass from CB2, and your fancy ice maker that gives you the big ice cube. You want those things to be cheaper, right? So lower costs. Now, how would you lower costs? You would lower costs by lowering the expenses that businesses have to make products, right? Uh, that way, which in essence means that if you cut taxes, then they can buy things more cheaply. They can afford to pay their employees more so they have more money. And that's basically what keeps the economy going. Lower costs, not wages. It make, it, it, it's nothing. It's just words that he puts together and they all applaud it. Lower costs, not wages. Well, if you lower taxes, then you will lower costs. If you lower taxes, then you will raise wages because companies have more money to pay more people and give bigger bonuses and hire more people and everything else. Everything they just say is nonsense. And then the other one, of course, and it's like, man, if you're a parent after two years of COVID and sending your kids to school to be abused and brainwashed into critical race theory and the rest of this woke nonsense, when they talk about cutting the cost of childcare, let's put the cost side away. What he's saying is we want more of your children in government run schools to learn that boys are girls and girls are boys and racism is good and white people are bad and all of the rest of the nonsense. Why would you be listening to that and going, oh, that's just wonderful. I can send my child to a brainwashing center even cheaper. And then later he also said, you know, and I know some of you have children under five and you want your uh, child to get vaccinated and the scientists are working on that. And it's like, yes, okay, that really uh, is making a lot of sense. There was a study out today, I hope I'm loosely quoting it correctly, that for children five to 11, the vaccine is basically 12% effective. Please fact check me on that. Media matters, losers, I'm sure you're watching. Uh, it was roughly right. Um, like who? I just can't imagine. I honestly cannot imagine how you could be a parent two years into this thing and you're sitting there listening to this nonsense from Joe Biden and then you're excited. Oh my God, we're gonna not have to pay as much to send our kids to the brainwashing center where they're gonna then get injected with the stuff that the scientists who lied to us about everything are gonna do and the whole freaking thing. <sighs> All right, Dave. Dave, try to, try to be positive. Try to be a little positive. Was there anything in there? I guess I could throw to some locals comments while I try to think of anything, roughly anything in there that made sense. Uh, Diplotis over at rubenreport.locals.com said, funny how he said we need to buy American and all those tests were purchased from China. Isn't that something? How the tests are purchased from China and all of the masks and the PPE and all that stuff purchased from China, remember that? Yeah, very, very bizarre. Uh, G8 says, okay, so he said, God protect our troops and go get him. Are we fucking going to war? Yeah, that's why the war part of this, again, you got to admire the system. And I, I, I don't mean to repeat myself, but allow me to repeat myself. You got to give the devil his due. We, we just dealt with two years of COVID and then they flipped the script so quickly so that that old senile buffoon could get up there and read that speech and for 40 minutes, pretend that COVID didn't even exist. And then it was just a throwaway at the end uh, while they didn't wear masks and everything else. Um, are we going to war? I don't know. I, I, I have no idea. To me, that sounded like a war speech. It wasn't a war speech like, 
we're psyched to go to war and we're going to invade your country and everything else. But as I said earlier, it's sort of like if you're Putin and you're listening to that, it's like they're coming after you, man. They are coming after you, obviously. So what, what is the message that Putin is going to get? That's not, that's not taking Putin's side. That's just reality. There's reality to politics. There's reality to the geopolitical world and, and how humans interact. You know, you don't have to understand every little in and out of the history of Russia and Ukraine and NATO and the United States relationship to all of this to understand how world actors behave, how people behave when you corner people. So that speech to me ramped up the chances of war more than anything else. I mean, that, that's what it seemed to do uh, in my mind, at least, uh, Linny says, everything is free, free and taxes are going down. Yeah. It's extraordinary how they do this. They raise taxes constantly, right? This is what the Democrats do. They always raise taxes. They also then blame the people who are the job creators. So they blame in industry. They blame tech. They blame companies that build things. They always want more of their money. As we know, Elon Musk pays more in taxes than anybody else, but they always want more and more and more. Um, and then they'll tell you that stuff is free and this is what we're going to give you. And it's like, it's your money. It's not their money until we get that simple fact across to people. And that's made in some ways the scariest fact to the machine. It's the one thing, the machine, if the machine didn't want you to know one thing, it's that it's your money in the first place. And if more people, I guess, had a physical paycheck these days, you know, we do everything online, but if more people, you know, you got the mail the way it was in the old days or on a Friday, You'd go down to accounting and you'd pick up your check and you looked at your check and you really looked and go, well, wait a minute. I was supposed to make 500 bucks this week. Turns out I only made 260 because blah, blah, blah. And they took this out and that. You might start going, well, where is all this money going? And then, and then, you know, okay, we're going to, what, what did he say? We're going to give a billion dollars to Ukraine or something next week. It's like, I don't know, could we maybe use a billion dollars around here? Perhaps money that we don't have anyway, since we don't have any money, we're, we're a debtor nation. That's what we are. Uh, my guys are giving me an update on something I said before. Uh, vaccinated children is 12% for transmission, which is still terrible. W what does that mean? 12% for transmission. The tr okay, so if you're vaccinated, the chance that you can transmit COVID is 12%, which is pretty freaking low. So that ain't good. Yeah. Do you get it, guys? Do you get it? We have just been bludgeoned over the head with this lunacy. Uh, should we throw in anything else with locals? I think I've made the point. I know this is a short live stream, but I think, I think I've made the point tonight with these people. Yeah. God, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I need to sleep on it. Really. I need to sleep on like, what, what are we supposed to do to, to make some sense out of this? Like so many people, you're going to watch the mainstream media be rooting for war. Now you could already feel it, but now there'll be this sort of march to war. Um, they're just going to stop talking about COVID. They're, they're going to blame the people who shouldn't be blamed. It's, uh, it's very, it's very bizarre, but I don't want to end on that solemn note. I want to end with something funny. So right before we started, uh, the, the stream here, I saw this video. It's actually absolutely hilarious. This is a local news. I think it's from today. Take a look. It's not clear what may have been taken and no arrests have been made. A 71-year-old man is accused of inappropriately touching a 12-year-old girl at the Walmart in West Mifflin Sunday afternoon. See, so it wasn't a total bust tonight. We at least got that. I enjoyed the pizza tonight. Did you guys enjoy the pizza? The pizza was good. I had this like, we had some sort of pizza. 
It had pepperoni and coffee on it. Really delicious, really delicious. So look, Biden could say, oh, that's not American made. I don't know. I, we bought it in America. I don't know where the recipe was from, but I'm still a damn good American. And so are these fine gentlemen. Thank you for watching. We're back tomorrow, 11 a.m. We'll try to get some more clips of what happened, I suppose, or we'll just maybe move on. You want to just maybe move on tomorrow? We'll just find something else to do altogether. Because, like, what more can I add to this? What are you watching right now? What else could you watch that's going to add any insight? Whatever you were thinking while you were watching that thing, you were right. You were right. I just know it. I just, nobody, no sane person was watching that thing going, oh, man, this guy knows what's going on. Like the slurring, all the, all the stuff. But nobody could have been watching that thinking, oh, we're in good shape. Or this is, this is sort of congruent to a reality that I've lived in in the past two years. They're, they're not good at what they're doing. The writers, the script people, all of them. Get better, guys. That's my little tip to you. All right. Good night, everybody. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Rubin Report Direct Message. We're live on Rumble, Blaze TV, and YouTube every weekday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific. Don't forget to review, share, and subscribe to this podcast. And if you're looking for early and exclusive content, you can join me on Locals at rubinreport.locals.com.